Hey there, welcome to the Elevated Life Podcast with Anita Tillman, where we talk about living life on purpose, growing personally and professionally, and making time to just do you. I'm an entrepreneur, a growth strategist, and a professional problem solver by day, and a mom, a queen, a sister, a daughter, and a friend by night. Let's talk about hair and makeup. Let's ponder life and love. Let's strategize for success. Whatever you've come for, get comfortable. Turn up the volume and let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Elevated Life Podcast. So the last time we were together, we talked about, or we started talking about living your best life. I'm living my best life. (laughs) I know you've heard that. If you haven't heard it, it, it was one of the hottest songs in 2018, probably will stay that way through 2019, but living my best life. What does that look like? What does living your best life look like for you? And I I said before, if you heard episode one, that living your best life, the number one clue starts with the first word, live. We have to live. And, And I know I have been so guilty of being so busy you know, we get caught up in, in busyness and just doing busy stuff and all this busy going on. And you look up and realize that I've planned so far ahead, three months, six months, weeks out. And I'm everything is about what does next week look like? What does next month look like? What does next year look like that I forget to live in the now? And things pass by, moments pass by, you realize you missed so many things just because you were projecting so far out. So living your best life means to live. And I did a a presentation to a group of uh, actually a fitness group a few months back. And we talked about that. We talked about our why. And I said that, you know, my why meant that I would live in the moment, in the now. And instead of waiting, waiting to die or decay, that I would live in the best way and in the best circumstances that I could in my body right now. So, you know, there are a lot of people who are literally waiting to die. Like they've given up on life, given up on their health, given up on so many different things instead of, you know, we, I I don't know if eating well will add numbers to my days. There's absolutely no way for me to know that because I'm not God. But what I do know is that eating well will make me feel better for every day that I am gifted to remain in this body. And so I want to feel good in the body that I have every day and not give up on my body and feel bad in it and then just sort of exist in you know being miserable for however many more years that I have on this earth. I'm sure that makes sense. Maybe not. But that's all a part of living. The I, I talked about I did 10 steps and this was on my Instagram page. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, go follow me at Anita A N I T A M as in Michelle Tillman, T-I-L-L-M-A-M. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Facebook at the same Anita M. Tillman, if you don't already, because a lot of times I share a lot of the same information on my Facebook and on my IG page. So I did a top 10 steps to live your best life in 2019. Just to jump right in, my number one, and I don't know that these were necessarily in like a priority order, but my number one was to remain fully present in every moment. Always look ahead, but don't get so focused on the future that you miss 
living in the now. And so I've done it in my life. I've done it with my family. I've done it where I am just so far ahead that right now completely passed me by. And I've mostly done it with my daughter. I have a, I have a daughter and there've been so many moments over her first uh, four, five, six, seven, eight years that she said, mom, come do this with me. Mom, come play with me. Mom, come watch me. Mom, come color with me. Come play this game with me. Come push me on the swings. Just And it was always something that des- that demanded my attention right now. She would demand that I stop whatever I was doing to come and pay attention to what she was doing. And in so many of those moments, I was busy. I was working, I was tired, I was I had some I was folding clothes, I was cooking, I had something else that I needed to do that didn't allow me or I didn't allow myself to be fully present in that moment to build those memories with her. And so a huge huge lesson that I've learned not just in 2018 but just over the years is to remain fully present in every moment that you've given because guess what? Your next moment is not promised. And the person that we love's next moment is not promised. We need to be fully, fully present in every moment. And look at your cell phone right now and put some limits around it. Put some boundaries around your cell phone time. Sometimes shut off your notifications. Sometimes shut off your phone. Be fully present. When you're having dinner with your family, is your phone in your face, in your hand, in your lap, next to the table? Is it next to the fork and spoon? <laughs> or is your phone somewhere where, where you can't be disturbed? Is your family, just like my family, we're full of devices. I said it. We are full of devices. Everybody in the family has an iPad, an iPhone, an Android, a smartphone, a notebook, a note, a tablet, a laptop. We're, we're deviced out. <laughs> Everywhere you turn, there's a, I'm, I'm sitting right now, I'm looking at headphones, I'm looking at charger boxes, I'm looking at cords. I mean, we're just, we're electronic to no end. And sometimes we allow those electronics to to follow us wherever we go. We bring them to dinner. We bring them in the car. We can't go from one room to the next without a load of devices. And so, you know, even, even those things are keeping us from really being fully present in every moment. If you're having a conversation with someone and at the same time, you're glancing down at your phone or they're glancing down at their phone, or you're talking and texting at the same time, you're not fully present and you're missing so much. We're missing so much. I miss so much because of that struggle to let go of whatever's going on in cyberspace, whatever's going on in my social network, whatever's going on in the world to shut it off and turn it off and be fully present with family, with friends, with myself. So that is my number one. And and I think that may be a real top number one to live your best life in 2019. Be fully present in every moment. Look ahead, plan ahead, but don't get so focused on the future that you miss living in the now. My number two, occasionally check your rear view to remind yourself of how far you've come and the lessons you've learned but don't get distracted by the past and regrets. There is so much to unpack there. And if you think about driving, 
Think about in your car, what do you do? You check your rear view, but you don't drive looking in the rear view or you'll have a wreck. You have to drive looking in the in the windshield. You have to drive looking in the big glass. The rear view is small so that you can, you know, for you to look back every now and then, but you shouldn't dwell in the past. You shouldn't dwell in your rear view. You're checking it just to make sure and remind yourself of where you won. Um, some of the things that you've lessons learned, uh, the, the journey behind you, you, it's okay to remember and reflect on those things, but we want to um, always look ahead and, and look forward. And so if that rear view is reminding you of how far you come and the lessons learned, past and regrets can keep you stuck in the past. Distract, they keep you distracted. The past can keep you anchored and fixed in a place and you find yourself years and years and years have gone by and you're still doing the same thing. I, I literally just last night was talking to a friend and she started telling me about an experience that she was having and as she was talking and she kept talking about it and I'm, 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 I'm with her, I'm in the conversation, I'm present. And when she finished, I said, I just want you to know we had this exact same conversation last year. And she said, are you serious? And I said, yes. She said, wow. I said, yes, we had this exact conversation last year about the exact same thing. It was the exact same issue. And 12 months later, nothing has changed. Guess what? If you find yourself in that exact position, 12 months have gone by and nothing has changed, then you need to make some adjustments. Some things need to happen. I need to make adjustments. If I find myself stuck and stagnant and I realize that I have the same issue this year that I had last year and nothing has changed and the needle hasn't moved is it that I haven't done anything different? Is it that I'm in a circumstance or a situation that I can't change and I've tried? We just need to, to you know, make some evaluations and figure out what's going on because there there is an issue there for sure. The past and your some regrets and baggage can follow you all the days of your life if you let it. And then if you become that bag lady, that bag man carrying around that baggage and that luggage, You'll never get to move forward because you're spending too much time running from the baggage or and really not running from it. You're actually just dragging it along, dragging that baggage along and you can't get away from it. So to live your best life, check the rear view, remind yourself of your victories. This is, you know, when you come up against, whenever I come up against a, a challenge or a struggle or something that's difficult or it's just, you know, it's giving me the blues. I quickly remind myself of my victories. I will rehearse my victories and say, you know what? This is tough, but I remember when I was in this situation and I made it out. I'm here today. I'm still standing. I'm still here. You know, I may have gotten bumped and bruised, but I made it out. So if I made it out of that, I can make it through this. Encourage yourself. That's what you use the past for. That's what you use your rear view for is to reflect, to be able to say, you know what? I just came from there. I made it past that mark. I can keep going. I can do this. And so my number three step to live my best life in 2019. Ready? Drum roll. <laughs> We're still driving. So always read and follow the signs. Some will give you warnings. 
Some will give you direction and some will invite you to rest. Now that's, that's pretty self-explanatory really, but it's still, there's, there's still so much in that because we tend to ignore the signs with relationships, with our health, with our jobs, you know, there's signs everywhere, all day, every day. And we get so, so much tunnel vision. And it's like we're, we're going through life with blinders on, so focused on one thing and, and distracted by other things. And we miss the signs. We miss the red flags. We miss the white flags. We miss the caution signs. <laughs> we, we miss the, the green go signs. We miss the hard stops. We miss it. And there there's signs everywhere. And so always look at the signs, follow it. If you're being warned about something, if something keeps coming up, uh, you know, there, everybody loves the, the Maya Angelou quote that, you know, if, if somebody shows you who they really are, believe them the first time we miss the signs. They've told us, believe them. They, they've showed you, believe them. <laughs> they have demonstrated how they really feel and who they really are. Believe them. Um, you know, other signs are giving you direction. You're, you're in a space and you don't know which way to turn. We don't know what to do. Look for the sign that will give you direction. And sometimes it's just to start moving. And then once you get moving, the turns and the twists will naturally happen. But sometimes there are also signs. And also let's absolutely not miss the opportunity and the sign to rest. And I think it's so important that we acknowledge rest as a part of being self-employed, as having a nine to five, being a parent, being single, being active in the community, rest. We don't talk enough about rest rest because it's, you know, society tells us that we have to go, go, go and be a go-getter and be a, a doer. And you have to be doing something and busy doing the work and faith without works is dead. And, you know, if you don't work, you don't eat and it's work, 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 work and do, do. And that idea that you always have to do and go and be and stay active, you know, you really have to turn it off and allow yourself a chance to rest. Your body will say, you know what? You need to sit down. Your body will say, you need to take a nap. Your body will say, and sometimes we push our bodies to the point where it's a literal breakdown, just like a vehicle that needs an oil change or needs gas or needs a filter change we, or, or the tires flat. We literally allow our tires to go flat. We'll run out of gas. We will, you know, our system will collapse and then we'll go and get forced into rest. We have to make rest a priority. We have to make our health a priority. And um, it, not ignoring those signs is a clear way to live your best life <laughs> in 2019. Um, number four, let's talk about traffic jams. Since we're obviously going somewhere in 2019, let's talk about the traffic jams and the roadblocks and the detours that will definitely happen. I promise you, <laughs> I promise you will have a traffic jam. You'll get held up. There'll be something in your way blocking you. There'll be something that reroutes you. If you have a goal or dream or vision or you're going someplace and you're going to do something, those things will happen. Guess what? It's life. Get over it. Really. 
Like seriously, like, cause sometimes that stuff happens and we just, it will throw us for a loop and oh my goodness, I'm laid out. I don't know how to recover from this because I planned so well and I had a plan and I had a step-by-step -step and I invested this and I did that and, and it still didn't go the way I planned it. What does? at the You know what I mean? Like really? Things just don't always go the way we plan. So what? Exercise a little patience and adjust your course. That's just life. That's the way it works out. Exercise patience and adjust your course. Because just because something is delayed, it does not mean that it's a denial. It doesn't mean a no. A delay is not necessarily a no. Uh, there's more than one way to reach your destination. It depends on where you're going, but usually there's more than one route. There, there are typically not one-way streets in life. It's There's usually more than one way to skin that cat. So uh, you know, patience has taught me that even when I'm, I, I have somewhere to go, I'm on schedule, I'm on time, and then um, something will happen, something just crazy will happen. I try not to use that word. Something out of the ordinary will happen that will hold me up or delay me. And then that frustration starts to build. And I've learned that sometimes... I'm being strategically delayed and you never know. You could be avoiding an accident. You could be avoiding, you know, uh, 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 any, there's any number of things that you, that you could be avoiding. It could be helping you to stay out of a dangerous situation. So I've honestly learned to try it. I'm not perfect at it, but I have learned to try to appreciate delays as divine intervention uh, more than some denial or some interference. And so just don't think that that delay is a denial. Don't ever take a wait a minute as a no. And don't take no for no, <laughs> for that matter. But but don't take, you know, something that took a little bit longer as, well, that's just not meant to be, or that's just not for me. Sometimes patience is having her perfect work all the time. Patience is having her perfect work. And sometimes it just requires a lot more patience for things to happen like we wanted to. My fifth way, we're halfway through my fifth way to live your best life in 2019. If you're still with me, I hope so. Um, is If you experience, and this is a tough one for so many people. If you experience death along the way, resolve to fully live your life with even more purpose. I'll say that again. And, and I'm talking about a literal and figurative death. If you lose a loved one along the way, and that's probably the most challenging experience that any of us will ever have in life is to lose a loved one, mother, father, sister, brother, child, whatever, grandparent. If you've lost a loved one or are losing a loved one in this season, let that remind you and actually build a fire in you to live a more purposeful life. I can, I can share my personal story on that in, uh, when I was 26 and my sister was 22, she and her four month old were killed in a car accident. And so throughout the process of grieving her and really just coming to terms with that loss, 
there was probably about a three month span up that that accident happened in September of that year. By the time we made it to the new year, I, I remember sitting in my bedroom, sitting on my bed, the New Year's Eve. And I remember thinking, you know, I did not I was go I was about to go to a watch night service, a New Year's Eve church service. And I remember sitting on my bed thinking I did not want to hear anybody say somebody didn't make it. And, and, and you may have heard that term before, but it's it's really popular for people in church to say that. And, you know, somebody didn't make it as as um, perspective, you know, for you to rejoice the fact that, OK, yes, yeah, somebody didn't make it. But I did. So I was sitting there on the edge of my bed and I was just kind of, you know, I was putting up all these walls. I was preparing myself. I was it was like I was getting ready for battle. And I remember saying that. I, if somebody says that statement, I will not be able to deal with it. Like, I just, I, I don't let that happen. And as clear as day, I was the only person in the house, by the way. As clear as day, I heard, but you did make it. So what are you going to do? But you did make it. So what are you going to do with your life? And it hit me like a ton of bricks. It, it actually broke any sense of that. I was in that, that place of, um, pity. I was in that, I was in my feelings. I was in that place of, of sadness and heaviness and, you know, just still deep in that, in that grief feeling. And that released the grip of grief away from me. And it set me on fire because I knew that although my sister's life timer had run out, mine hadn't. I was still here. And so what was I going to do with the rest of my life? Would I mourn and grieve and move in slow motion for the rest of my life? Or would I do something to honor the lesson that I learned by having her in my life for 22 years? What would I do now with that experience that may help someone else um, and help to even, you know, transform my own life and my family? And so it put me on a different path. That set me on a different path. It gave me a different purpose. I'm a different person because of that experience. I'm different in a good way because of that experience. And certainly I miss her. I miss her terribly. I miss the things that she didn't get to experience with me. I, I tell my daughter story stories about her and she never got to meet her. But, you know, it, it, those those moments are still there. I mean, you still have feelings, but it set my life on a totally different path when I realized that I still have purpose. And that purpose um, is to use my story and to use the things that I've gone through to help somebody else and hopefully bring a whole lot of joy in the meantime. And so living your best life in 2019 and, and we're at the midway point at number five with, with if you've experienced death, you know, to resolve to fully live your life with even more purpose is a huge deal. And, and once you can get to that point in dealing with death, there's almost nothing that you can't deal with after you've dealt with that. You know what I mean? Like you can, it, it hurts and it hurts forever. Um, it, it doesn't, you know, you can compartmentalize and, and it, it may not come in as big waves when, when things are really fresh, but once you've dealt with death, it's like, okay, 
been there. It's just like looking in that rearview mirror again, kind of been there, done that. Okay, let's, we can, we can push past it and I'm ready to continue to live now. We're, we're talking about living in 2019. And so, um, there's a there's five more six seven eight nine and ten which are um, and I'll just give you a preview of, of of number six. It's talking about heartbreak, talking about darkness um, along the way, and I know we've we've all been there, done that, maybe still in it. I have definitely lived in heartbreak. I've definitely lived in darkness, and I've I've found a way to not live in that and. Not living in darkness and heartbreak is so liberating and it's so freeing. Um, and it's up to us. I found out that it's totally, totally up to me to live in light and keep pursuing love. And so that's the the preview to number six. We'll actually talk about the rest of living your best life in 2019, number six through 10 in episode three. I certainly appreciate having you with me today and I wish you all the best. Thanks for listening to the Elevated Life podcast and I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Elevated Life podcast with Anita Tillman. To join our mailing list, go over to www.elevationvillage.com to subscribe and stay in the know about big news and future episodes. Talk to you soon.